The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. After five o'clock, we're going to be talking about direct provision and also the housing of immigrants and refugees uh, because there's an official report has emerged which shows the government's target of getting direct provision ended by the end of 2024 simply isn't going to happen. Maybe partly down to the increased numbers that are coming into the country, partly down to bad planning. We'll get to that. We're also aware that there is a protest planned today at the East Wall in Dublin for five o'clock and uh, certain concerns concerns as to whether this is being deliberately used by some elements to try and whip up anti-immigrant sentiment. Although there are also those who say that there are sincere issues that need to be addressed, uh, genuine issues, and that the sincere people are involved in wanting to address those. Or I was caught by a very... um, Mindful piece yesterday in the Sunday Independent by Dr. Owen O'Malley, Associate Professor in Political Science at the School of Law and Government in DCU. So we've invited him to join us on the programme today. And you wrote yesterday that while you were shocked by what you saw on Eastwall last week, you weren't surprised by it. Why were you not surprised? Well, it would be surprising if Ireland were the only country in Europe that has seen huge numbers of immigrants and especially refugees in the last a year or so, and that there was no reaction. Everywhere else we have seen a reaction very often against uh, the the rise in immigration and the rise in refugees. And uh, Ireland is probably not unique uh, in its... It's not going to be unique in in its reaction. And so seeing the the, uh, type of reaction we saw in East Wall, and it's probably replicated in... Or I know it's replicated in, in many other parts of the country, is hardly surprising it's just it's a bit shocking in the sense that we're not used to seeing what what some of it i mean some of the the reactions do, do seem to border on racism uh, and that that is shocking to see in ireland because we're just not used to it okay how much of a fear would you have though that there are legitimate concerns from locals could be hijacked by those who have more malign intent well, I mean, a lot of people are talking that there are far-right elements involved in, the, in organising these protests, uh, and that may be true. But I would think that uh, the people who are going along to the protests are prob- probably do have genuine concerns about crime, are probably genuinely annoyed that their that resources that are normally should they regard as should be given to them in terms of housing, in terms of Gardaí and uh, health care, aren't being given to them. And I think the reaction of the Irish you know, political elite uh, or political establishment has really been just to kind of shout far right at them. Uh, and I th- my fear is that by kind of talking down to them and kind of telling them that these opinions aren't, aren't acceptable, is that you might actually just drive them further towards a the far right. If, you inflame if the situation effectively by not addressing it honestly. Yes, uh, by by telling people that you know their their opinions aren't valid, you're going to drive them further into those people who will listen to them. And judging by, I mean, from what people say, some of those are kind of populist nationalists politicians who are trying to use, maybe trying to use this issue as a way of gaining prominence for a kind of a nationalist anti-EU type agenda.
But you wrote yesterday in your piece in Sunday Independent that our nationalism in this Ireland tends to support the underdogs, that it would be against those who were regarded as sort of oppressing uh, people. So would would you not expect the Irish people to be largely sympathetic uh, to the plight of immigrants? Also, when you could take into consideration our history of emigration from this country. I do, and I think we have been pretty uh, sympathetic to the plight of immigrants. And you can see again from various opinion polls, most people are saying, most people say that uh, we should be welcoming of Ukrainian immigrants and maybe immig- and immigrants from from other countries that are kind of war war torn. Uh, there obviously does seem to be some sense in East Wall and maybe in other places that. Uh, these aren't genuine refugees. Uh, they're not always ge- going to be genuine refugees. And that maybe is, an issue, again, another issue that, if it's incorrect, it needs to be addressed and addressed honestly. I mean, I suppose, you know, one reasonable thing that people might say is, you know, if there are refugees uh, coming into the country and applying for asylum, that they should be given a- asylum if they, uh, if they are found to have to be actually escaping things. But is there any sense, I'm not sure that there's any sense that people who have been rejected are ever actually forced to leave the country. And I think there's also an issue that people seem to regard it to be the case that uh, too many resources uh, are being allocated to them and that, you know, there are, I mean, again, it's, it's been said that there are people sleeping in tents around Dublin City but uh, places have been found for the the asylum seekers here. Okay, but there are other issues arising. There's a lot of listeners already texting in and raising issues, questions as to the number of men who seem to be coming into the country as immigrants. Now, whether that means that there may be a greater propensity towards crime or violence, I don't see necessarily that there would be the connection, but how much fear can that actually create if that impression is actually allowed to fester? Well, presumably, if if people believe that crime has been caused by a large number of immigrants, and I mean, do remember that probably men do cause more crime than uh, women and children. But we also have a lot of Irish men uh, who are guilty of crime. And yeah, and I mean, I, and so I, I'm not sure that we can necessarily blame any asylum seekers uh, for that. But people, people do seem to be worried about crime. And so, if you are going to put, I'm not sure how many uh, how many people are being are being placed in this building in, in East Wall, you probably might want to at least consider: is there is there some is there going to be an increase in policing in the area? The, they have to go somewhere, though, Owen, don't they? I mean, of this they is do. the thing. But is it, I mean, whatever about an area like East Wall as well, which is part of a big city, could this actually be more of an issue in rural Ireland, where that you have a number of towns around the country where the influx of immigrants tends to shift the balance of the population in the town dramatically? Yeah, I mean, I live near enough to East Wall, and so you wouldn't really notice if there are an extra 200 uh, men coming into the area who aren't Irish. Uh, but presumably, if you live in a rural Irish town, uh, you will see that your local hotel maybe has been closed down because of this. And that is going to cause annoyance. You will see that the kind of balance of the population might be changed. And that, again, will probably cause annoyance for some. And it might also annoy people that 
these uh, asylum seekers aren't allowed to work usually uh, and so aren't really aren't going to be able to integrate into the local community in the way that we would hope that they should if our immigration policy is going to be successful. So we, we don't appear to have any immigration policy. We're just reacting to, to whatever lands on our, on our shores. But, but so Owen, is there not also a political danger that this allows a situation for malcontents politically to actually exploit, that there are people that we have seen in recent years who lose any occasion to try and sow further discontent, that if those in positions of responsibility who can do something, do nothing, that they're actually handing the initiative to bad actors. Exactly. So I think these these will be used by people with bad intentions, people who are probably racist and anti, anti-immigrant. And if the political system fails to actually react to address people's concerns, you are, you are going to see, see people being driven towards those types of people. We've seen it before in many other countries. The kind of most famous example was the kind of Hillary Clinton calling people the deplorables, who all went and happily kind of ended up uh, supporting uh, Trump. And that, that, will ha- that sort of thing can happen here. It's not, I mean, one of the probably positives of Ireland is that none of the mainstream political parties are willing to use this uh, as an issue, but they do at least have to address the issue. Thank you very much, Dr. Owen O'Malley, Assistant Associate Professor in Political Science at the School of Law and Government in Dublin City University and also columnist with the Sunday Independent. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.